Hey there! Welcome to the Rambling Gals Podcast. We are your hosts, Angela and Adriana, and here you'll find pretty much everything travel-related. We took a trip a few years ago and made a fair amount of mistakes that cost us money and messed up our plans. And since then, we've worked on perfecting travel itineraries and made it a goal to get as many people as we could out into the world exploring. So here you'll find our best travel tips and tricks, interviews with other travelers and business owners, a little bit of storytelling, and a lot of tomfoolery. Thanks for listening. Hello, and welcome to episode six. Today we're going to be talking all about hostels, so what it's like to stay in one, and some common courtesy when you're staying in a hostel, because we've run into some people that did not have hostel etiquette. So <laughs> that's what we're going to be talking about today, and um, let's get into it. Okay, so first things first, checking in and out. Some hostels do not have 24-hour check-in, and some of them don't have someone at the front desk 24 hours a day able to check you in or out. So... <sighs> My pointer would be obviously to look in that, look into it. I know Hostel World, they're really good about, um, each property is really good about saying whether or not they do have somebody. They'll put it in bold sometimes so you can really read that because if you show up at midnight <laughs> there to check you in, you're going to be very, very unhappy. You don't so, want to miss that point. <laughs> right. Yeah. Look on their website, see what they say. And if they don't have someone there 24 hours a day, they have a contact email. You just email them, figure out what you guys can work out. And if you can't work out something, then just you're going to have to look for a, a, somewhere else to stay mm-hmm. because some of the hostels are smaller and don't have someone there all the time. Some we've had some that have been really amazing and we let them know and they have someone come over there to let us in because they live nearby or they have workers in the hostel that just come down and let you in and check you in and take you to your room. That was super handy. And then, yeah. yeah, I can't help but think about the time when we were in Italy and for some reason we didn't check any of this information and we had missed the last bus that went out like into the countryside. And so and we like messed around for a while and like finally got out to like halfway there and then ended up walking the rest of the way uphill, <laughs> like at the in the middle of the night and somehow found this other guy who was also on the last bus out of town and was in the same exact situation as us. And so all three of us are walking in the middle of the night, like trying to find this hostel. Yeah. And luckily for us, his friends knew he was coming. And so they had waited up for him to arrive. And And they had let the people at the hostel know that he was getting there late. Right. So if we had not run into this random stranger, we would have just been out of luck sleeping outside. Until yeah, the because someone told us there. The person working there was staying late waiting for us. Right, waiting for also, him. Also, <laughs> he wouldn't have made it if it weren't for us because I had the map with me getting us there. So That's true. It was really <laughs> a good thing for everybody. <laughs> That's what they call a symbiotic relationship, I believe. Oh, Each gosh. party providing to the other person. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and it worked out very well. That was a very random situation that ended yeah. up working. Luckily, that doesn't yeah. typically happen. No, so don't bank on that happening. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, the next piece of hostile etiquette we want to talk about is just being respectful of other people sleeping and of other people's space. So obviously if you're in a hostel, you're sharing usually with other people. So you can get your own private room, but generally you're going to be sharing with at least a couple people. And usually we do like 12 person dorms. So it's like bunk beds, six bunk beds with 12 people in there. So obviously like people are arriving later or they're getting up early and it's obviously like 12 people don't have the same sleep schedules. So just trying to be respectful of other people that are sleeping is it's an easy thing to do and people will really be happy about it. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Had some horrible ones. They're all, not always, I mean, typically everybody seems to be pretty respectful, but mm -hmm. we've had people while we're sleeping, they get there really late at night and it's still dark out and they just flip all the switches on all the lights and yeah. pick everybody up and they're talking like this <laughs> and they are just throwing their bags everywhere opening up their lockers and shutting them and luckily i'm a heavy sleeper so i don't usually notice but angela no. you're still a good sleeper but still you notice a little more than me i always wake up and i'm always pissed off <laughs> about it and yeah, and if I do wake up, I think, oh my gosh, I'm never going to go back to bed. And I'm sleeping within <laughs> just a couple seconds. But it's still really rude and annoying. It's super rude. I just don't understand why if you come in at midnight and you see there's nine other people sleeping, why would you turn on the lights for the entire room? It just doesn't make any sense to me. So right. if you are thinking about doing that, don't. Just don't. Try to <laughs> be as quiet. Nice. Yeah, try to be as quiet as you can. Use your flashlight phone. Yeah. Flashlight phone. Phone on right? your flashlight. flashlight. Phone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like flashlight phone. Who invented that one? <laughs> I remember when those came out. Those are great. Yeah. Um, it's a great feature. And something is. that we always do, if we know we're going to be leaving really early, we'll pack up our stuff the night before, before everybody's asleep, and just put out our outfit that we're going to wear the next day. So that when we wake up at an ungodly hour at four in the morning to get on our flight or whatever we need to do, we just like quietly grab our backpacks and go get dressed and we're out of there without making any noise. And, um, you know, I'm sure people appreciate it. They're all asleep. But we've had people who just like are getting up at four in the morning, turning on the lights and just start packing their bag for some reason yeah. that I don't walk understand. Welcome. <laughs> Yeah, I just, yeah, that really, really gets my goat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and if someone is being loud and it's the middle of the night or really early in the morning, it's okay to just ask them to please quiet down. Yeah. You stupid idiot, we're sleeping. Yeah, that's what you want to say. <laughs> no, yeah, it's fine. Just ask them most, most of the time they'll say okay and be a little sure. quieter, but. Right, and then you never have to see that person again. Right. Yep. So, yeah. If they're rude, your fault for being yep. rude. You ruined our yeah. friendship, our potential friendship. Oh my gosh. And then another thing, like, um, so an example would be when we got to Sweden, obviously we were jet lagged and we went to our hostel, checked in, and it's a different time of day for us and we're all disoriented. So we went and slept like in the middle of the day. So, you know, people are kind of like napping in the room periodically or they're just taking a break from their day of sightseeing and kind of having trying to have some quiet time or get a nap in before a night out. 
And so there may be people in the room sleeping during the day and you don't have to like stay out of the room, but that's why there's common areas. Like if you can go downstairs and hang out with people, you can be loud and not have to like disrupt people who are, you know, jet lagged or whatever. Um, and they'll really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. But also if there's not any common areas and they're not, you know, big enough and whatnot, and you're meeting new people in your hostel room while someone else is napping, don't feel like you have to leave the room. I mean, yeah, it's nice yeah. to do, but it is the middle of the day. And I know there's lots of people who will be napping here and there throughout the middle of the day, but you're still staying there. So don't feel like during the middle of the day, you have to leave the room. Or yeah. You have to whisper. Exactly. I mean, you can still relax and hang out and, if you do start to get louder or whatnot, just try to go to the common area if you can. But I mean, you can still hang out in there and. Mm -hmm. And we even like, we'll go in and out of the room and get stuff and, um, you know, just talk quietly at a reasonable volume so as not to disturb people. So it's all just like common courtesy. I feel like. Don't, yeah. Don't <laughs> like <laughs> go into your room, stomping around, throwing things around and yelling. Yeah. And that's pretty easy to do. Because <laughs> you don't realize. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the next thing we want to talk about is just cleaning up after yourself. So some of the hostels have kitchen areas and um, like common fridge areas and living room areas and stuff like that. So it's just like having a roommate, but you have lots and lots and lots of them when you're staying at a hostel. So just be nice and clean up after yourself. It's the right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Lesson learned. <laughs> yeah and um also so like because there's a common areas and there's so many people sharing them it's not like your private kitchen and you have to remember that because there's other people who might be wanting to make dinner mm -hmm. and are hungry and don't really want to wait around for you to you know slowly sip on your wine and make an hour-long meal <laughs> so you, you got to get in and get out basically yeah yeah. If there's a lot of people waiting, a lot of times there's really not a lot of people waiting and we go in there and people are just leisurely cooking and it's fine unless yeah. there happens to be a ton of people waiting. Other mm -hmm. than that, it's usually pretty chill and relaxed and you can take your time cooking meals and everything. Mm -hmm. And we usually will ask like, hey, do you mind if we cook at the same time as you just so that if you don't want to wait or you're so hungry, you can't wait, <laughs> which is yeah. usually what happens to us. And Which usually people just do anyways. If there's a some somewhere open, a burner or something, you just use it. But yeah, yeah. And um, and we also just wanted to talk about maybe some tips for staying in a hostel. So we usually bring our own towels because if a hostel does have towels, you usually have to rent them. Not that they're super expensive, but still, it's a cost that you don't have to have. So we have these little packable ones they're like camping towels that just roll up really small that we bring with us so we and they dry we... so fast yeah so we just bring those and then we don't have to worry about renting a towel or whatever yeah most a lot of hostels don't even have that option so yeah i would definitely yep. bring and the it's towel. so convenient because they, they roll up so small that you don't even really notice them and you'll be so happy to have them so many times <laughs> i would not i will not leave this country without my towel no <laughs> And yeah, and remember your towel when you go to the shower because sometimes this happens when people go take a shower and they only have shorts and a t-shirt that they're yeah. wearing and they forget a towel. That yeah, happens. It's never happened to anybody I know. Me either. Nope. And then I've only seen the, it. Then they just have to like shake their arms and try to squeeze yeah. their arms. 
with their hand. Yeah. And like then, get paper towels out and just kind of pat yourself. No, out. no paper towels available. <laughs> It's not even an option. And then they have to use their sleeping clothes that they've been wearing for a while. Yeah. To, like, dry their body. And some of their clothes, their shorts might be, like, this rayon, so it doesn't really soak up water. Yeah, it just kind of like, stays on the surface. And then your hair's so wet that so you just have to use your shirt as a towel. And then you yeah. have to put the clothes back on. <laughs> you sure do know a lot about it from hearing about it. I've <laughs> never experienced it half wet damp clothes back on and walk upstairs still wet because didn't really do the trick <laughs> yep cool as a cucumber <laughs> yeah i've heard of that happening not personally yeah but... no i've never mm, never happened to me before not me not me not me <laughs> definitely not me <laughs> If you're planning a trip and the amount of things you need to do makes you want to curl up in the fetal position and take a nap, you're definitely not alone. From learning how to budget during your trip to when to book your flights and getting around some of those barriers you have to travel, we put together four days of helpful information, including videos, podcast episodes, and some handy worksheets to help get you out into the world. If you're struggling and think that traveling is not in the cards for you, this is the kick in the ass you need. You can sign up for our free four-day challenge at theramblinggals.com slash travel challenge. See you in there! And then the other thing is bringing shower shoes. Um, I don't said. Think... <laughs> What's that? I said enough said. Enough bring shower yeah. shoes. <laughs> yeah. I usually don't bring a specific pair for showering in. Just usually flops yeah. you use for other stuff too. Yeah. Just because, I mean, the majority of the time the showers are perfectly fine, but still it's like other people's naked bodies are in there. <laughs> so whatever works for you. <laughs> we wear shower shoes. And I don't know. Can you think of anything else? Any tips for hostels? Gosh. Sometimes you can do laundry there if they have like a laundry service, which is really convenient if there's one at your hostel because they'll wash it and dry it for you. And we they, sometimes they even bring it and put it on your bed for you, which is makes you feel really luxurious. Yeah. And if you don't want some of your clothes being dried, because I, I don't dry a lot of my clothes, I just leave those ones at home. Yeah. Because... If the, I, maintenance. I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna, I don't want to wash my clothes and then have to dry them every time. So I would yeah. just put those back at home. Right. I'm not gonna say, hey, excuse me, laundry guy. Can you actually not dry that item for me and hang it up? Hang dry clothes. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people do there anyways, but. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's not gonna work out. A laundromat. Yeah. Yeah. And then. The last thing we wanted to talk about was just kind of like what it's like staying in a hostel because I feel like when you tell people, oh yeah, we usually stay in hostels, like you usually get a weird look from people like, ooh, gross, why do you do that to yourself? Um, and I mean, we didn't make it sound great through this uh, yeah. podcast episode, but <laughs> that was just the worst the of the worst. They, hostels are amazing. They're so much fun. Yeah. I prefer staying them at like right now, this time in my life, because you meet so many people and mm -hmm. I mean, and it's one of the best parts about traveling is meeting all the new people and then you meet new friends and you can go 
to dinner, go out with them, go on a day trip and all that fun stuff. I don't think we've met anyone outside of a hostel that we did that with. I think everyone that we've ever become friends with while traveling and done, you know, day trips and stuff with was people that we met at our hostel. And because especially if you're traveling solo or just with two people or whatever, it's a nice way to make friends because you know that there's like-minded people all over the place and in the common areas. And it's really easy to just strike up a conversation with people. And um, yeah, it's a great way to meet people. Yeah. And, now I'm trying to think of someone we met outside the hostel. I'm going to have to think about that. I don't, I don't think we have. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to come back to that one. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to think of it too, but I don't think so. Um, yeah. And then like, as far as cleanliness, we use the website hostel world the majority of the time. And you can, it's basically like any, um, like accommodation website where you can read reviews and stuff and they have the cleanliness rating and all that stuff. And you can see pictures of it too. Yeah. You'll know if it's going to be a sketchy one or not. Yeah. And hostel world, that's, I, that's what we pretty much use to research all of our hostels. Mm -hmm. And that brings me to the point of also while you're researching your hostel, know what hostel, what type of hostel you're going to be at, what you're staying at. Because there are different types. There's some, that are party hostels. There's some extreme party hostels <laughs> that you might not want to stay at. <laughs> or you might. Uh, yeah. There's bed and breakfast hostels where there's kind of, maybe there might, there's no age limit. So there's younger people or older people and they're typically smaller. Mm-hmm. And there's relaxed ones. I mean, there's all sorts. So it just always brings me back to how important research is. Yeah. And we have met, we've stayed at some party hostels before and had a good time but it's also like the amount of time you want to spend there because we we met some people uh at the one we were staying at in peru that had been there for so long and because you're up like all night they had planned to do so many activities during the day and they were so tired that they ended up doing nothing (laughs) they got stuck in like this vicious cycle of just like sleeping during the day and uh partying at night basically and didn't do anything else they were like trapped at the hostel yeah, I do. Say, all party hostels aren't as bad. I mean, they're not as bad as you might think. Some are dirty. Yeah. Or all the ones we've been to have been really great. They're all clean. Uh, yeah. Didn't hear the music all night through our doors and everything. But uh, yeah. yeah. And that's something that obviously you have to know about yourself. Like, am I going to be annoyed hearing music at three in the morning every single night? Or do I want to get, you know, a good night's sleep and not be at those places because if you don't you can always just go to a bar and sleep at a place that's a little quieter but that's yeah. something you can find in the reviews and the uh, information on hostel world or spring for a <laughs> private room yeah if you've got We've a little extra cash twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, yeah and so i don't think it's like as dirty as people think it is there's a lot of really really clean ones that are nice like the common areas are super nice and cute and the kitchen's nice and clean. And some of them have like um, kind of like a game room area. So yeah. there's like ping pong at a couple of them and a movie room. So it's just kind of like a fun way to hang out. And when you're not wanting to be out and about sightseeing and doing all that, it's a nice place to come back and kind of just still hang out with people from around the world. And that's yeah. the best part of it. It's just mm-hmm. all people from everywhere in the world. There's some really cute hostels out there. Yeah, they are. The really fun fun ones with lots of character. 
And some of our best experiences in hostels have been some of our favorite travel memories. So we've met people at uh, a really cute um, like bed and breakfast out in, in the countryside in Ireland. And we ended up just really becoming good friends with them and spent a couple days, rented the car with them and drove all around Ireland and we're still in touch today. So it's just a great place to meet people and meet like-minded people that are kind of up for anything. So we've asked plenty of people lots of times like, hey, you want to just like spend the day together, basically, like these strangers. And it's that nothing we... that would happen at home on a regular no, day. No, it would never During happen hostel, at home. It's a totally different thing and environment. You just know that, yeah. I mean, everybody's there traveling and most people do want to meet new people and hang out with them. So, mm -hmm. And they're open to so many adventures that you can just, we've had other people who were going on um, like going to a museum or whatever. And they just invited us, which again would never happen at home. And we said, Oh yeah, sure. And we ended up spending the whole day with them and going to lunch. And um, I don't know. It's just like a very unique experience that I think everyone should try at least once. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Times, Cause you might get a dud at the beginning, but if you yeah. do your research, it should be okay. Right. Do your research and find a good one and you will be very happy right. and you'll save some money. <laughs> That's a fact. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Well, I think we covered everything that we wanted to talk about in hostel etiquette. Sure did. Yep. So we will see you on the next episode next Wednesday. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Rambling Gals podcast. You can always head to our website, theramblinggals.com, for more travel resources and our archive of podcast episodes. If this podcast was right up your alley, we would love to receive a review from you. And please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode from us. See you on the next one.